Hey guys, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to start this podcast and get it off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my shows on places like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all the other places that people listen? And how do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions was really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors too, so you can make money while you're doing your podcast. I love it because it's so easy. It's been a godsend for us. We just record our podcast, go up, add music. We have people submit questions. It's really cool. So if you've ever wanted to start your own podcast and make money while doing it, go up to anchor.fm slash start and join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. I can't believe you two took that raving lunatic seriously. What do you think this is? What's up, y'all? What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Happy 4th of July. Yes, I'm working on 4th of July. <sighs> but it's okay. Um, I'm good with that because I wanted to make sure that we got the second half of um, the podcast we had with um, Yvonne and wanted to have her back because the conversation was really good. We had we recorded so much stuff and I didn't want to waste any of it because it was really good. And so rather than wait um, until, you know, next week to kind of let this go, um, we're doing it today. So I'm on it's 4th of July. And um, I am kind of chilling, doing my thing, putting the work in, putting the hard work in. And um, before we get into the podcast, I got a few, you know, a little bit of announcements and things going on. So for any of you who are um, filmmakers or maybe you have a web series that you're um, you know, you've created, it's up on YouTube or Vimeo or some other platform, and you're wanting to kind of get more people watching it, get a big viewership, get some, you know, maybe maybe even make a little, little money. Um, if you, if this is you, um, I strongly encourage you to go up to nyfilmloft.com Click on the menu where it says original television and submit your stuff. I mean, 
seriously is super easy to go up there and s submit your stuff. And what's cool about this is that um, we are changing a lot of ways how things are getting done online with content. So you're going to be able to get your films not just seen by people who uh, are on their um, desktops or laptops, but they're also going to be able to check out your stuff via their mobile device. If they've got the Fire Stick, they can stream it through there. If they've got a Chromecast, they can stream it through there. And more importantly, we're going to be in hundreds, if not soon to be thousands, of venues, stores, places, bars that have televisions, and they're going to be streaming your content directly to their patrons, to their customers. I mean, imagine that. You walk into, you know, get your nails done or grab a drink, and there's your film playing up on the TV. That's, that's crazy. And you get paid. You get paid for every time someone subscribes to your content, whenever someone um, watches your content and, and, and we have a commercial playing. And if you're, and what's cool is that if you're a venue that has a TV, you can monetize this yourself. That's a whole other story. We can get into that in our next podcast. But I really wanted to make sure that all of the content creators, filmmakers, YouTubers who are trying to extend their viewership past YouTube, go up to Original Television. And if you want to go up there, otv.bingewave.com, or you can go to newyorkfilmloft.com and sign up and get your to submit your stuff and start making some money. You know, it's this is going to be huge, and I don't want you to miss out. So um, get up there, do what you thing, and I'm expecting a lot of good, new, good content to be streaming through um, soon. So, um, yeah. In other news, um, if you are interested in learning about you know, learning the basics and some learning the ins and outs of creating virtual reality content, uh, we're going to be launching a class for filmmakers who are interested in getting involved in the VR space. It's going to be really an amazing um, event. Or it's not really an event. It's a class. And it's going to be a day-long um, class. It's going to take place in September. It's going to be like nothing you've ever done before. You'll even walk out of there with a lot of interesting knowledge, perhaps some goodies. And when you walk out of that room that day, you should be ready. You will be ready to, you probably will have already done it at the class, will have done your first um, piece of VR 360 mixed reality content. So, 
If you're interested in learning more about the class, if you want to get on the mailing list for when um, we start um, promoting it, if you want to learn more about who's going to be teaching it, make sure to go up to NewYorkFilmLawOff.com, sign up for our newsletter. We will be announcing it shortly. And um, let's see, what else is there going on? I think we have, oh, there's so much stuff going on, some good stuff that we we can't announce just yet. Um, going to be big, but you know we'll announce it here on the podcast, and you should stay tuned. And again, if you have something that you want to promote on our podcast, feel free to reach out to us. Drop the mic at NewYorkFilmLoft.com. All right. Um, so I'm not going to talk much more. I want to get this podcast kicked off and going. Um, and if you have any questions or if you want to announce anything, make sure you stop by our website. And without um, further ado, here is the rest of the podcast. Uh, yeah, a sense of purpose for just to get this thing where it's going to get or help it. It's, you know, already. Do you, um, where, where do you, you know, where do you hope this goes? Where's, where, like, if, you know, your dream of dreams, where, mm-hmm. where's your, what's your, where's your goal for the, um, for the... Well, my... Because I'm informed by my position as a an animator and a production person, mm-hmm. um, I mean, my larger goal, besides creating awareness and sort of flying the flag for uh, animation for adults and also uh, an- virtual reality, mm-hmm. you know, because we're showing people virtual reality animation experiences, high-quality pieces, right. and we're showing people who have never used it before, right. you know, um, and there aren't that many opportunities. I mean, there are. We're just we're really focused on quality experiences, right? Right. Um, so that's in part what we're doing, right? We want to give people access, right? And uh, we sort of wave the flag for these new technologies um, and VR and animation. I mean, it's art and technology, right? Yeah. I mean, this is why you and I are both sort of drawn to it, right? It's it's, it's such a natural natural fit, natural mm-hmm. evolution of each, you know. You know, it just, it just makes sense for it to be together. Yeah, exactly. So that's in part one thing that we're doing. The other thing that we're doing is, you know, we work with a lot of other festivals and organizations. And, um, you know, I want people to sort of come together. Sure. We're an independent organization. Sure. And, um, you know, I, I feel that uh, we want to just strengthen the existing net- networks, you know. Right. We're not trying to... Um, you know, outdo anyone. We want to work with people. Right. So, for instance, you know, we've had enough content since February for the entire year, but, you know, we hosted day two of uh, the Hungarian Cultural Center Spearheaded uh, Animated Spirits Festival um, because it's, it's, they're great, it's a great program, sure, you know, sure, sure. and they have beautiful work. And, and again, it's just important to work with other organizations. Mm. I'm supposed to work with uh, Phi Center in Montreal this year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're talking to the um, 
a, num a number of, of international organizations. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that, that I think these programs do is they promote critical thinking and they show other versions and other you know sides of, of arguments. There, some messages are political, some messages are heartbreaking, some right. some films are funny. But I think that especially in this climate and these mm. times, it's um, really important to sh to show you know international animation. Probably yeah. ninety percent of our programming is from around the world, and uh, <laughs> and and I just it's it's just very important. Mm. Um, the other thing that I that I would like to do and like to see, and, and it's sort of already happening, is we're putting people in sight line of companies and studios in New York City to get work. Right. Um, there's an, also uh, an education aspect, educational aspect. Am <laughs> I saying that correctly? Anyway, <laughs> there's an educational component. There we go. Um, to this as well. Um, you know, we do learning workshops, right. small learning workshops. We've just started doing those. Um, Mark Cinematic VR 2.0. He's ah. <laughs> um, run a few of those. Mark Sternberg, uh, for those Mark of you. Mark Sternberg is one of our VR is on our VR support team, and he's uh, he's lovely. And, Shout um, out! <laughs> you're awesome, Mark Sternberg. <laughs> um, <laughs> Somewhere out there, I get to see him roll his eyes. I know. Like, all right, all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> beautiful. Um, but yeah, so so we're doing some uh, we're doing learning workshops, nice. and then uh, we also do animator interviews and uh, on a podcast on animation for adults as part That's of their so cool. feed. We put those out as well. But I'm also working with uh, School of Visual Arts to put together a, a Unity program, uh, which incorporates studios from around New York City, mm. with the hope that you know the idea being, um, you know, we can uh, the students can work with. Uh, the studios and then potentially have a paid internship at the end of the program. Nice. Um, and then we can feature that work at Animation Nights New York. Um, nice. Yeah, it's really great. I mean, the other thing that we're doing is we, I reached out to High Fidelity and we, they created a virtual 180 Made in Lane, the, our venue is 180 Made in Lane, mm -hmm. right? And uh, in High Fidelity. And the idea is that uh, we don't want to have we didn't want to have like a film festival and virtual reality because I think that's a little bit I don't know I don't think the quality is quite there yet and yeah, it's a little bit seems a little silly well yeah. at the I don't know I know other people who do it I don't yeah. want to say discouraging things sure. but um, the idea is that you'd watch maybe one film and then pour it into the film with an animator and director to talk about animation, talk about lighting, talk about cameras, and you could potentially be in the room with people from all around the world That's at cool. the same time live, uh, you know, looking at, and we've already demoed this, so oh, nice. it's something that we're continuing to work on and to build uh, and it's just a, it's a really exciting project. Oh, so that's, that's the cool. other thing. So, so I mean, sort of the larger goal is to get people work <laughs> and connect content makers with uh, people who want content. Right. And, and I think that there's uh, a great, I think there's a great opportunity. Mm. And, um, you know, that's sort of the larger goal. So I, I, you know, I foresee us, you know, maybe being, something like Cannes Lions <laughs> slash Tribeca for animated short film and virtual reality animation in South Street Seaport. That's, that's what my, my hope. Or, you know, that's sort of the outline I see sure, sure, in sure. the distance. Wow. Um, 
but uh, wow. we'll see how long <laughs> it takes to get there. But that's the <coughs> idea. And it just seems to naturally sort of be going in that way, you know, yeah. so, um, in that direction. So um, well, Sometimes the tide takes you where you're supposed to go. Yeah, exactly. You know? Just trying to, trying to go move down the clearest path, you know what I mean? And mm. I've said this to other people, but it's just like, you know, whenever we've sort of, you know, maybe veered off and, mm. and suddenly there's like, where, there's trees and branches and I'm like, this path is not clear, let's back it up. <laughs> back it up. <laughs> yeah, and just uh, take the clearest path for me to be mm. whatever makes sense and find natural alignments with other people. And right. I mean, you and I, I think, have a very similar mission. Yes, you know? I think so. And <laughs> I think that's why, you know, I think, uh, you know, I've, I used to say it all the time, um, more, more, you know, more, more, the more people are doing, the more can be done. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it goes back to your saying that, you know, I, I think people, you should, you should, we, those of us who are out there trying to push forward these initiatives that kind of help um, further um, the progress of, you know, content creators and storytellers within specific verticals and special missions, mm -hmm. um, I think we need to always kind of work together on some level, whether we're directly working together mm -hmm. or whether we are individually trying to do similar things um, that eventually kind of build up that momentum within, yeah. you know, that, you know. And um, so I'm always happy, I think, to, you know, hear that there's more people out there thinking like this and doing cool things and more places for content creators to show their work, yeah. which is really important. And, um, you know, especially given there's so much content, mm -hmm. you know, um, we, we need to have those, those venues and those places yeah. where people can kind of um, showcase and educate themselves yeah. at the same time. And that's the thing, um, and I, we talked about this a little bit before, but mm -hmm. I think it's important to, to mention again, uh, you know, curation is key for all of this. And, and yep. the thing is, like, you know, I, you know, I, I really do going around to different film festivals, larger film festivals, festivals with, uh, you know, a lot of capital. <laughs> they, I, you know, our programs are really um, as high caliber, at least, yep. as a lot of um, so other festivals. And, and because we're focusing on animated short film, but the thing is, right. and um, I mentioned this before, but it. You know, part of the reason why they're not focused on is because individually they don't make money, right? Like people, are, right. and that's the, the line, not right? Yet. You don't make money off short animated film. Yeah. However, however, the distribution model has been flipped on its head because of, of, of things like Netflix and Amazon. And you know what wins out <coughs> is exactly. quality. Quality yep. and curation win out. And so that's why I feel like we are a step ahead in a way. You know what I mean? And in... And, and, because we are building relationships right. with in a in a in an honest way yep. with uh, these really talented directors yep. and filmmakers yep. and voiceover people and yep. you know um, there's so much overlap and, and um, so we really I really do uh, you know want to create opportunity for people and and um, and, and, and so and, and um, we don't have that much time left but. Um, Friend of mine, mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure, you met him, uh, Roland yes. from Bisley. Mm -hmm. um, he actually just told me uh, last week that um, they actually have started seeing some good success on their platform, Bisley, right. um, with short content. Yeah, oh, that's great. 
So, you know, that, and that's why I say that, you know, people think there's no money to be made. Yeah. But I feel like that's not necessarily the case anymore with, mm -hmm. with short stuff. I think. Um, yeah, no one knows. No that's one the knows, thing. or <laughs> yeah, I mean, no one knows, and that's the sort of message that I've been getting back from mm. a lot of uh, sort of alternative distribution uh, people. I, I, I'm so glad to hear positive uh, news about Bootslay. I, I look forward to, uh, and as soon as I am in a place where you know we can really talk more clearly about, you know, distribution. Mm. I just want to make sure that I understand the topic and that we have a clear idea of what's being offered for, for content creators. Well, just so as a hint, we're working <laughs> on a distribution uh, platform uh, event um, for September? I think September or October, I forget. Um, but yeah, we are working on um, doing another film. Our, we're bringing back our old event which is our New York film and finance mm -hmm. um, so we'll have a distribution finance you know we'll have a little bit of conversation around VR that kind of thing. we can talk uh, offline about collaboration yes. for best of us yeah so some things so you know stay tuned folks um, I, that's great I, I think we need to that needs to have, have, that, have that conversation so but um, before we go, yes. there's one other thing I, I, I ask people to do. Mm -hmm. I, I'm surprising you this because I, usually I tell people, but uh -huh. I didn't tell anybody. I tell you this. <laughs> so but it's easy. Um, so usually what I do is I ask, I end the podcast by asking people, um, doing two things. One, asking them to tell me what they consider their five favorite comedies are. Ah, the panic comes over our eyes. Yeah. And then the second okay. one is just to tell people how people can follow you on social media and that kind of thing mm -hmm. so but um you know and i'll start i mean if you want i can i can take the pressure off and tell you you know my five films said so before um i go further i do want to uh, say um thoughts and prayers to the families uh family of uh glenn headley who passed this this week um actor actress um for those of you who don't know her it's really sad because she was in one of my favorite comedies Mm -hmm. um, uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels oh, and um, she passed this week uh, 63, she's young and um, oh. you know um, so Dirty Rotten Scoundrels at one point was like probably still is, it was like my favorite comedy, I, I love that that, that 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 style of comedy I'm, I'm, I come from the old school I, you know, grew up watching Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis Abbott Costello, Lucy mm -hmm. yeah. you know, so uh, Mel Brooks, big, big, big fan of mine. I'm, I'm a big fan of his. Um, so, you know, Blazing Saddles is one of my favorite films of all time. Um, I mean, I could probably put all his films up there. I, I literally, it could, I could just list them all and just say, there you go. Um, uh, probably, uh, one film that, when it's on, I call it a, a day stopper. Mm -hmm. Day stoppers are... They're those films like you're getting ready to walk out the door, the TV's on, this movie comes on, you're like, oh, this is on. And you sit down for a second to watch it, next thing you know, you sit there and watch the whole thing. Uh, it's like one of those films, you, when it's on, you have to watch it. And Wedding Crashers, I like, I'm a, I imagine myself trying to do something like that one day. That would be, that would be amazing. And then, um, I guess... Uh, Oh, um, 
Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with Steve Martin, John Candy, the late great John Candy. Mm -hmm. one, like, just, I mean, Steve Martin's one of my favorite actors of all mm -hmm. time anyway. Um, and probably on that list, of, if I had to expand it to 10 or something, The Jerk would be on there. Oh, yes. Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Um, I mean, he's done a bunch of stuff that I really enjoyed. And um, Tom Hanks, probably The Man with One Red Shoe, which <laughs> is not a really popular film, but I really love it. It just It's just stupid. It's just funny, <laughs> but in a stupid way where, the, you know, these guys are, these people think he's a spy, and uh -huh. it's simply that he's just weird, you know? <laughs> um, uh, but those would be, like, movies that, you know, I, I could watch anytime. I could just... And they're not in any order specifically for me. I, I, I feel like, you know, I I like them all equally in a lot of mm -hmm. different ways. You know, so. <laughs> See, no pressure, no pressure. There's no pressure there. I'm not good at I'm not good at listing. Uh, I, do you know what I watched recently that I what? thought was really funny though? Was um, have you watched uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? <laughs> so. I've heard good stuff about this. I heard the first season was really good. The first season is really good. I've not watched it. I haven't had time to watch it. It is on my list of things. I have a list, like, so I keep on my um, on my phone. Mm -hmm. Whenever someone tells me about a movie yeah. or a TV show, I list it, and I work my way down. Yeah. It. I have a bunch of stuff on there. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> and at some point, what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a blog post where I start breaking those out in sharing them with other people because uh -huh. there's just like tons of so that so i no, i that's a good one yeah really? well the first i've only watched the first season mm. but i i watched it recently <laughs> i i just like the title because it just sounds like it, it should be really fun but you know that's the you know the best part about television right now is there is no shortage of great content right and there's just some funny things on i i haven't seen that uh haven't seen it either but the tv show with uh, Kim Jong, um, I can't remember the name of the show, and I'm going to kill myself, <laughs> but the minute I heard he was going to be on the show, I wanted to see it, because, you know, it's Kim Jong, I mean, jeez, dude is crazy, uh, he's crazy smart, but I just, you know, he seems like a guy that I think I might want, like, like his, his sense of, of comedy, you know, um, I found myself recently, um, just re you know revisiting a bunch of older shows, but I haven't had a chance to catch it. But yeah. now that you've told me, I think maybe this weekend, maybe I'll have some time. Maybe I'll I'll sit there while I'm doing some work. I'll, I'll, I'll it's worthwhile, it especially if you like musicals and all. Mm. Yeah. Really? Oh, so is it like musical a... numbers all through it? Oh, really? Oh, it's hilarious and some Broadway uh, heavyweights. It's okay. it's great. It's very entertaining. <laughs> yeah. All right. You, you know, and I know I'm stretching this, but I don't care. Um, there was a time when I used to, so, you know, like I said, I, I watched older, I'm mm -hmm. from the older time, not dating myself, but, you know. But, <laughs> you know, I used to watch, like, these Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin extravaganzas where it was comedy and it was, like, these musical numbers in the middle and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I theorized, this was, like, maybe, like, 15 years ago, I would say, why can't we return to a you know content like that where it was like it was a show it was a it was an it was entertainment well just we didn't an old uh, musical 
Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Who? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. There's a musical uh, musical episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. <laughs> I do like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> It still holds up. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine it probably, you know. It still holds no, up. It's still don't awesome. They have, isn't there, it's a Broadway show, right? Uh, Buffy? I thought they would, didn't they do Was something? There, oh, I don't know the answer to that. That's a good question. I could have sworn they did this as a Broadway show too, but maybe I'm lying. Or maybe I'm just thinking this should be, you know. Right. Anyway, um, um, tell people how they can oh. follow you on social media. Yes, so I am on Twitter at Eisner underscore ink and this will all be online so i'll she'll say it now yeah <laughs> and then uh you can submit a film to animation nights new york via film freeway a lot of people yeah because yeah <laughs> i think yeah and our, our next screening of that is uh wednesday june 14th at mm. 8 p.m at 180 maiden lane and uh we do our monthly screening events uh, on the second wednesday of every month we also do rescreen events, uh, not of the most current show, but right. we sort of started from program one right. um, at the gutter, uh, third Tuesday of every month. And right. that's much more casual, a smaller crowd, but uh, you can just check out some of the films we've been playing. And then we're doing uh, some uh, events at Arts Brookfield. Uh, check out their site for that. It's part of uh, Afre Wednesday. <laughs> Is this all up on your website as well? Is this, uh, the Brookfield's events haven't been listed yet um those will probably be on listed on their site and, okay. and in the news section of ours but yes you can definitely go to our website and we have uh all of our past programs our past 22 uh screening events uh the programs are up online with stills of the films and uh and you can check those out and then we have a, a place uh, or up and coming events where you can purchase a, t a ticket rsvp because the events are free so please do come out gotcha <laughs> Well, and uh, you can uh, follow uh, me on uh, New York Film Loft, NY Film Loft, across everything. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, I'm all out there. You can stop by our website, NY Film Loft. We're doing a VR 360 night for Developer Week, um, June 19th, at Blender Workspace in Manhattan, over on uh, Madison, I believe, near 31st. Uh, information is up on our website, on Eventbrite. Um, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for being. Thank you so much. And uh, keep keep on um, the good fight. <laughs> we'll do. Thank you.